final fic to me is kind of a cabinet of curiosities of all the folklore and ghost stories and, and strange interesting places to visit in Norfolk. Weird Norfolk to me is like an encyclopedia of oddity. Ghosts, UFOs, hauntings, amazing stones, folklore, magical stories. My name's Shifra Connor, I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. And I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. So Weird Norfolk, today we're going to be having a little look at the story of Sir Bernie Brograve at Brograve Mill, which would make sense that which it's called Which he named that. after himself. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you, to be fair, if you um, had a mill. I guess just a little bit of, little bit of housekeeping before yeah. we get started. Um, well, obviously, we're still um, in COVID-19. COVID days. So we are socially distant. Mm. Um which is a bit sad, but there we go. Um, not that we like sit that close to each no. other. <laughs> anyway. We're on each other's laps normally, aren't we? <laughs> no. But we're um, a bit further away yeah. than we would be. Um, so again, if we sound a little bit quiet on our recording, that will probably be why. Um, also, we kind of wanted to bring up something that some of our regular listeners might have noticed. Um, we're, we're no longer working with Richard. Just like to really thank him because he was really instrumental in getting this going. Yeah, yeah, he and did so much for us. Yeah, he really did, and he is doing some other exciting things that we should keep an eye on. And what's his Instagram um, address? So you can follow him at underscore R Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that's F A I R on Instagram. Um, I believe he's launching his own podcast soon, so yeah. that'd be really really cool to have a listen to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we thought. He's not been on quite a few episodes now, and we thought we'd better say something. Yeah, but thank you, Richard. <laughs> yes, thank you, Richard. Um, so, yeah, we can now... Continue. Yes. We are actually today, we're not allowed to say where we are, in case you all mob it, but we're actually in a haunted room I know, today, we, we are actually in a haunted room. Yeah. Um, which is quite exciting. I'm so kind of nothing hoping... has been really... I haven't felt anything, have you? No. I just heard something, but it was a lorry. <laughs> Wanted lorry. But if anyone hears any unexplained voices, yeah, let um, us know. please do let us know. Yeah. That would be amazing. Absolutely. I will be listening carefully on the edit. <laughs> Last time all the pops were because we left our mobile phones. Yeah. Too oh close. yes. We have also uh, without Richard here that we have done some learning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we now know not to put our mobile phones on top of the speakers. No, so our mobile phones are off. Yeah. Uh we're not in a room that will be too echoey, hopefully. No. And we're going to try and not talk over each other. So Okay, I've forgotten that bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Sir Bernie and Brograve Mill. Brograve Mill stands as a lonely sentinel on land once owned by a man said to have made a bargain with the devil, which he had no intention of honouring. He may have been a black-hearted man whose soul belonged to the devil, but when Lucifer came calling for Norfolk's Sir Bernie Brograve, on a dark and stormy night in the late 1700s, it was the man and not the beast that triumphed on the waterlogged land at Waxham. Mm-hmm. So this bill, just talk us through what it looks like. So I've not actually been out to the bill, um, but I've seen pictures of it. And it's it's actually really atmospheric. And when a photographer went out there for me, um, 
it was a really like grim looking day as well so it looked really spooky a weird Norfolk day (laughs) yeah you you can't actually walk to the mill um you it can only be well no sorry you can't drive to the mill it can be reached by foot but it can only be seen from the other side of the river so I guess if you had a boat you can probably actually get to the mill um but I don't has it still got the 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 pines no no I don't think it hasn't just capped yeah so but it's all it's it's basically falling to bits yeah um but the actual story of what happened with Sir Bernie was um he thought it would be a cool idea to make a deal with the devil Um, well it wasn't actually a deal it was a bet with the devil that he could is it was it mow a bean field a bean field quicker than the devil so random really random yeah and a lot of these stories with like bets with the devil it's like the devil has approached the person and the person like outsmarts the devil tricks Mm. the devil bernie didn't he had like complete confidence that he could (laughs) (laughs) that he could beat the devil and when he didn't which obviously he didn't he just ran away yeah that is what you do, it. though. It is what you do if you had made a deal with the devil. And normally, to be fair, if he'd listened to any other folk source story, he'd have won, wouldn't he? Yeah. But he's obviously rubbish at this mowing. Is, it's like the first, like... Do you mow a bean field? I don't know. I've got no do idea you how you collect beans? beans. I don't know. I'm growing some beans. I'll oh, let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but watch out for the devil. I will. But it's, it's just really funny because I think this is the first story of this type that I've come across where the, the person who has bargained their soul... Yeah. doesn't actually win no no <laughs> he just runs off and then he locked himself in his mill um it says uh he slammed the door in the devil's face yeah that'll learn him i know and then uh whipped into the te- into a temper the devil pounded on the door with his terrible cloven hooves and the next morning when sir bernie gingerly opened the door he found it pitted with hoof prints and leaning decidedly west to the west where satan had attempted to blow down the mill so, so satan can cause a mill to go on the hut but he can't he can't beat him an no, old an old man in no, a run he, back but to the he mill. did beat yeah but as in he can't get so to the maybe he was so man. tired after doing yeah. the beans that he couldn't run back yeah. you'd think that he could have finished the job wouldn't you yeah it's a very strange story because so i've got two other questions with this story mm-hmm what was the bar actual bargain because the devil got the soul but yeah. what was sir bernie going to get it doesn't actually have... his beans no. <laughs> it doesn't actually say no what his kind of incentive was i do know that the devil was furious because he had he had drained that land hadn't he and according to one of the stories, it was the devil's land. Oh, okay. And the devil didn't want it drained. So the devil wanted it waterlogged, which seems, again, unlikely for somebody who lives in fiery hell yeah. to want more water. Maybe he just needed to put out a fire. But he, mm. he so he had maybe just being reclaimed contrary. land that the devil thought was his. Oh, so maybe the deal was he can keep the land. Yeah, exactly. And otherwise the devil got it back. Well, this, that's actually a really interesting point which I'll come to a little bit later. But I just just to finish up with the actual story of the mill, um, another question I had was, why couldn't the devil get in? But if it was often we hear of um, people who've kind of 
bargain their soul and they go to a like a Church, religious yeah, building of some kind yeah. so and then that makes sense as to why the devil can't get in maybe he didn't have a key <laughs> yeah. maybe it's a bit vampire so you have to invite him in maybe it was but one of the things like so one of the stories i read about the mill was that a necromancer lived there at some point? Yeah. So I was wondering if the miller at the time of Bernie Grove, his name is really hard. Bernie, Bernie Brogrove. <laughs> if the necromancer was living there, then maybe he had some kind of like yeah protection, protection to, magic to stop on there. him in. So yeah. you know whether it's like kind I of daisy wheels or. I always think the necromancer, and I asked several people what a necromancer was i know mm-hmm. of course i know but i asked other people and they all thought it had something to do with somebody eating the dead and mm-hmm. i was like no that's a cannibal mm-hmm. um but a necromancer in olden terms could have been any kind of wizard oh, i thought it was it's not specifically the dead dealing with the de- well it is but it was a blanket term at that mm-hmm. point that was used to describe anybody who oh, who did the wizarding so um, the fact that he was a, ne- a necromancer doesn't necessarily mean he was communing with the dead. It could ah, just have meant I was, he so was a wise man, pretty much. That's really interesting, because I, I was thinking what sort of magic would a necromancer have used? Like, yeah. But if, if he was just a it, regular... It could have literally of, been anything, yeah. particularly at that point where it would have been like a blanket term. So basically anybody doing any form of witchcraft or magic in those days would have been seen as somebody who would be able to speak to the dead. Mm. Therefore, necromancer was used as a blanket term. Whereas in later times, it's become far more specific mm. in that somebody who harnesses information from the dead or harnesses the dead in their dark arts. Mm. But then it could literally just have been somebody who went outside, got a bit of camera Was that a specifically male term or would it have been female as well? It was pretty much male, I think, mm. at that point. So, mm. yeah, would have would have made sense that it could have been the miller. And also, Sir Bernie was a bit of a git. Yes. Wasn't he? He was an interesting person. Yes. In fact, actually, we could have done, like, a three-hour podcast on him because... He lived at Waxham, mm. and that house is said to be haunted by quite a yeah. lot of ghosts. And I think we will probably come back to that element of it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he um. So he was born in 1726. Yeah. Um. He was a first baronet, which I had no idea what a baronet was. I thought it was a crown. I well, thought. it's a holder of a baronetcy, a baronetcy, baronetcy, <laughs> baronetcy. Okay. Which is a, a hereditary title awarded by the crown. So I think because he was the first baronet, he was the first person in that family to be given land. The title, And given yeah. the title. He had loads, didn't he? He had manners at Horsey and yeah. C. Pauling as well, didn't he? Yeah. So he lived out at Waxham, mm. um, but he actually moved away because um, the sea was basically getting closer and closer. And in 1741, the sea actually flooded his estate and he petitioned uh, the local council to put in sea defences, and they said no. It's quite before his time, then. Wasn't yeah, it? he was. But that makes me interested in what you said earlier about the devil owning, wanting the land to be flooded. Mm. But so maybe that is part of it. Yeah, and, um, and also I would imagine that for some people, the idea of being able to reclaim that land mm. from whoever it's mm. it's quite a kind of it's mm. quite a powerful thing isn't it i mean obviously it is just science but you know 
it is quite a yeah. You can see how the so time powerful that you yeah. can actually make your own land. Yeah. You know, you can see why you might be pitted against Satan mm. or all the people. It would kind of make sense because the flooding happened in 1741, mm. and the mill was built in 1771. Yeah. Um. So maybe it does have something to do with the. Maybe that's how the story's got a bit jumbled up because because the devil caused this badness to happen on his land. Mm. And then Sir Bernie's tried to claim land back that was taken by the sea. Yeah. Maybe that's... Yeah. It's quite interesting. I hadn't really thought of that tie until now. Yeah. And, and it is, you know, everything he had was built on shifting sands. Everything... Mm he owned, although he owned a great deal of Norfolk. Mm. It was kind of Norfolk that you couldn't really get a grip on, yeah. could you? Because it would be flooded and, I mean, still massively flooded in, in 1953, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, he had 11 children with his second wife. Which... I thought he had 17. Or oh. did that make I, maybe die? that's his total amount of children, yeah. with because he had a first wife. Yes. Um, and when he left Waxham, he moved to Worstead, um, and the house there was commissioned by... He commissioned it to be built by the same person who restored Westminster Abbey. Oh, wow. On which note, the mill sales on the Brograve Mill, which is on the hut and was blown down mm-hmm. by the devil, um, they were designed by William Cubitt, who also invented the prison treadmill. Mm. So he That's was the chap who... I don't know why you would be just passing a prison to see that prisoners were idle, Mm. but he thought it might reform offenders by teaching them habits of industry. Mm. The same chap who did the... So um, Bernie was very well off to be mm. employing these people. Yeah, hugely. Um, I I found a really good quote about him. It's a bit of a long one. Um, It's uh, in a book called The Rural Economy of Norfolk. And the author was confronted by Bernie Brograve in Waxham in 1782. And later he wrote, He was, I believe, bred in the army, served in the military, fought two or three duels, quarrelled with most gentlemen of the county, and on coming to a good paternal estate, discharged his tenants and commenced farmer. His person is gross, (laughs) and his appearance bacchanalian. Bacchanalian. His dress that of a slovenly gentleman, yet he has a polite manner and sensible, intelligent mind. Bow him away, however, by a wildness and ferocity in his countenance and discovers itself in every word and action. So, he drank a lot and he had a temper. Yeah. Blimey. And he w- was slovenly. Yeah, and he didn't get dressed very much. No, I like that it described his person as gross. Gross, yeah. We've all... I don't know what bacchanalian means, though. That means he drank a lot and ate oh, a lot. Oh, right, yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's the bit that so says he was... Yeah. He sounds pretty terrifying. He does that, and he was hated, absolutely hated. But then you kind of look at it, and he lost two wives. From what I can see, he lost a huge number of children. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I think I think he had had a very difficult life. I don't really think that's an excuse to, you know, kind of behave the way he did to people. But he was, yeah, so an account I found of him said that he was basically half mad with grief for that a lot of his make life. sense. And he had huge bad fortune with this land that he owned, that, uh, you know, a poison chalice with this this kind of huge bit of beautiful Norfolk which you can't really build on mm. because it's overcome by water quite often. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to drain it. Um, and 
some say he still roams the marshes near the mill, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, riding at, sometimes riding a horse with flames shooting from its nostrils. Mm. I shouldn't imagine there's many places to actually ride the horse around no. there unless you're in the water, is there? No. It's quite sodden. It's interesting, I, I like, the fact that he's got a tail connected with the devil and people were obviously terrified of him. From that description, it doesn't surprise me that he would take on the devil. Maybe he was just so, like, didn't care anymore well, about he, stuff. He just was he like, yeah. Also, um, he also had smugglers firing cannonballs at his house at oh, night, really? apparently. Because the he, one at Waxham? Or? Yeah, because he would he, his forces or his men would stop them. So they would fire cannonballs at his house at night. And he was also obsessed with the idea of the French invading, which is a bit odd. Maybe he didn't know where France was. Mm. It's quite a long way round. <laughs> yeah. But he was worried about the French invading. And, yeah, it kind of... Every time this land was flooded, as now, it le- it brings disease with it because you get standing water. Mm. So the people around him would often be very ill because the water would be infected mm. or... So I think he, you know... He I always think sounds was, cursed, Yeah, he? he does sound cursed, exactly. He sounds, Maybe his deal with the devil was to lift that... Cur- Maybe he yeah. was doing something with the devil to try and... In which case it really didn't work. No. Because, I mean, I just think he... He had, he had everything and nothing. So mm. he had lots of money, lots of wealth, lots of, of land... But none of it really, you know, it is mm. a bit kind of money can't buy you love on this occasion. Mm. It really didn't do him any good. And and he was he was kind of struggling, I think, with a lot of different issues. So I, you can see that where this came from, this whole him being so furious, and also just explaining why the... Well, quite, well, I was about to say quite obviously, but obviously it was the devil who blew it over, and that's why. But... It's built on, mm. on. I mean, you can see one thing with the mill is like you can see there is a definite lean. Yeah, it goes up that looks kind of normal, and then it starts leaning. Yeah, quite. and I imagine that's because there are no mm. good foundations. Because apparently, it like fell down like five times or something, yeah, didn't it? And, and, and built back up. Built back up. So yeah, yeah, it will actually be because yeah. Because it's on wobbly ground. Yeah, so it's been straightened five times. Yeah. And locally known as Devil's Mill. Um, and it's, yeah, it's still there. It's in a p- pretty precarious state. I'd quite like to it? go and have a look inside it. Yeah, I would, although I should It's probably not very safe. It's probably full of cormorant poo. Yeah. Because cormorants. I did. I, I, I like the, the bit you put at the yeah, end. Yeah, there's a bit at the end where I go a bit loony about the cormorants when they. Are they having a rest and they yeah, get they like put a their wings up. I know that was a, this, uh, this is another one where I've gone to town on the writing. So do do pop over and read it on the website. <laughs> I obviously had one of those days where I think I am a writer. I shall write um, because I have gone for it a bit. Um, but this is another example, isn't it, of the devil being fooled, which mm. we've talked about so many times that you know that there although he, he wasn't is. really fooled. Well, he was at the end because he? he didn't get what yeah, he went. And, he, and also, it makes me laugh. Also, that a so he wins the bet, and then Sir Bernie just runs away. And I then must have really annoyed him. There's Satan outside pounding to get in to what must have been just a wooden door. Yeah, you'd imagine, um, not managing it, turn kind of makes it go, it blows, and it go, and it and it tilts to the side. 
and then he 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 runs he he goes home as well. It's kind of there's not much you know kind of. Follow I was through. wondering about this if it maybe isn't like actual Satan. Or maybe it's like a, 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 a one of his minions. Of his it's like it was his first day at work. <laughs> he didn't finish the job, and he just messed up. And he goes back. He was and an intern. Like, so you won, and then what? And then you let him run away. <laughs> We've already just found out he's a big man, Bernie, and he's not in good health. No. He's a drinker. Especially at this time, because he was getting... He died in 1797, and this was 1771, so he was... So he was, yeah, he was an older gentleman, and he still manages to outrun Satan. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was an intern. Yeah. (laughs) And they just messed up. He took his eye off the ball. Which would also mean, if the necromancer was there, and had some kind of pretty standard you know is the word appropriate hang on appropriate no 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 there's only a word for these hang on i've written it down oh i know apotropaic oh my word let me look at that apotropaic yeah marks see i was trying to sound really (laughs) intelligent (laughs) i messed that up i don't think anyone noticed i think we got away with it it's fine (laughs) Um, those marks yeah so maybe uh, a lower demon wouldn't actually be strong enough to get past those kind of protection marks but strong enough to blow the mill over but he didn't blow the mill over no I suppose it just kind of made it a bit wonky yeah so this is probably he's going it's a bad day at the office (laughs) for this demon go and have a look at the mill though if you go and have a look at the mill don't fall in the water yeah don't because be careful and um, and if you take on the devil and you lose, just run away. That's a good ending note. Just run away. Weird Norfolk is brought to you by Archant Podcasts. For all advertising and sponsorship inquiries, contact matt.withers at archant.co.uk. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.